Hello. Yo. Hello. 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 <laughs> How are you? What are you doing? Oh, uh, you know, not much. Really? Mm. What's that noise? That slushing noise. Well, I'm on holidays yeah, in the Bahamas, George. I've just <laughs> finished a massive degustation lunch with matching wines. Oh, yeah. and I'm now paddling around Emerald Bay. It's perfect. 26 degrees. <gasps> you? Beautiful. Um, well, actually, at the moment, I'm increasing my vibration. We're the beach and crystal vacation. And mm-hmm. this particular beach has a crystal formulation that's unique. But mm-hmm. according to science, Danny, um, mm-hmm. crystals don't actually have any restorative or healing powers. But it cost me a fortune, so it's got to do something. <sighs> so sucked in, right? I made that up. You totally, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> totally made that up. Yeah, what do you I'm want? I'm lockdown sugar. I want. I just have, want to have a chat. Yeah, well, I'm very busy rinsing woolens in the laundry. That was that sloshing noise. Say, so, hey, is Dave there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dave's here, my um, my PA and researcher. You, you can talk, Dave. Hi. What? Dave? Why do you keep referring to me? Because you're here and it's funny. What, it, I, what I'm supposed it's to be? It's funny, David. Oh, it's, what should I say? It's funny. Do I speak? Yeah, you can speak. Occasionally, yeah. I think you should. It's nice to have a man in the... A um, man. It's nice to have a man. You're allowed to speak. You told me before Georgie rang that I wasn't to say anything. I don't want you to say a lot. <laughs> you're not allowed to say a lot. But you know lot. what? If, if we ask you something, you have to answer. Yeah. Because otherwise it's just rude. And uh, if, I, if, if I don't know the answer, is it okay if I have a look on the electric internet where all the information lies? Oh, I love the electric internet. Yeah, as long as you're quick. Okay. I'll... As long as you're quick and don't speak too much, you may remain in the room. Right. Do you know, this lockdown is killing me. I feel like I'm in jail. We've been locked down for two weeks, darling. Some people have been locked down for months. Yeah, but I'm claustrophobic. Go outside. It's raining. Also, I've put on 10 kilos. Yeah, I know. You look so fat. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't put on any weight. I have, and that's just since this morning. Oh, would you stop talking about your weight? Stop whinging. All right. Well, it's, I don't know. (laughs) Whinging is a basic human right. Anyway. Yeah, mm. right. Well, listen, I, I, want to, I actually wanted to talk to you about the vaccine, okay? I, um, I have had my first AstraZeneca shot about three weeks ago. Now, what mm. did, what did, you, uh, did you get any symptoms with yours? No, nah, big fat nothing. Oh, look, I got a little yeah. bit tired mm-hmm. and um, David, of course, but David got a bit tired, but David's male, so David got really tired. He got vaccine tired. David got like man, man flu. flu. Man flu vaccine <laughs> man tired. Flu, man vaccine tired. Uh, I was, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I pushed through. What about you? Um, look, I felt I actually was wanting a reaction because, yeah. you know, as far as we know, uh, if you have a reaction to the vaccine, it means your immune system is recognising it and finding a way to combat the actual virus. So Would you know I, that's not I, right? Do you know that's actually really? not right? No. No, it makes How no. How is that d- not right? Well, because um, according to science and yeah. the, the new scientists, my regular yeah. read, um, it it's, <laughs> it doesn't. It actually whether you get a reaction or not is not relevant as to the efficacy of it. But anyway, that is so interesting. Can yeah. I tell you something that yeah. my friend yeah. is actually a professor of infectious disease? Yeah. At Macquarie Uni, yeah. and she said having some kind of immune response yeah. is preferable. Oof. So, ooh. Who's that? Who's your friend? Anyway, her name is Mary Wire, Dr. Mary Wire. Oh, and you've got a friend who's a doctor. You're so important. I've got a friend who's a doctor. I am very important, so you have to listen to everything I say. I'm listening. And and occasionally say ma'am. Okay, Um, okay, yeah. So, anyway, um, so, look, the first night I was feeling fine and quite vibey, and then I got the rigors or the (gasps) rigors or Mm -hmm. whatever that is. But I enjoyed it. I didn't feel bad. I didn't 
feel like I didn't have a headache or anything. And the next day I was just a bit tired. But I feel fantastic that I've contributed to us getting out of lockdown by potentially having a higher vaccination rate and therefore we'll be able to move around with greater freedom. So I'm so awesome. So awesome. Because you actually went over and visited, where did you go? I went to Bangladesh. Yeah, I went to Bangladesh Mm. with UNICEF. Okay. Okay. So UNICEF was having. Um, a mumps uh, vaccination push mm-hmm. because uh, every time of year, you know, with all the new kids or yeah. babies, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of children there, it's a highly impoverished nation with mm. a huge number of people living in a condensed area. Yeah. Um, and mumps, you know, if they get a, if they get a, you know, a bout of mumps, it can go through, and and actually the fatalities are quite high yeah. because one of the um, side uh, side symptoms of m- mumps is a uh, pneumonia, Aww. and of course you know yeah. So anyway, we did a huge push there, and the difference between the conversations that we have in our first world, <laughs> you know, yeah. our, our our privileged society where we turn on a tap and we've got clean drinking water, sure. and we you know make a decision about going to the gym or not, and you know, having healthy food, absolutely. Um, these people, uh, these women mainly, um, mm. queued for days <gasps> to get their oh children gosh. vaccinated and it was a matter of life and death. Of course it was. Um, and the same with cholera and the same with all of the vaccinations that they line up for every day. It's a, it, it's a privilege for them to be able to have their child protected from the thing that could potentially kill them. I bet they weren't debating whether to get the AstraZeneca or the Pfizer, right? I mean, it's embarrassing when you compare it. When you compare (laughs) those countries, it's an embarrassing conversation. I know. And yet, this is a conversation that we're surrounded by all the time. Yeah. What um, what you mentioning, you were saying before on the 15th phone call that we've had today, um, (laughs) (laughs) because we're in lockdown, we've got nothing else to do, um, that, of course, we were all vaccinated as children and it was just what we did because we understood that the polio wards were just full of, you know... Yeah. People yeah, on iron lungs, and Do so we were not thrilled. Remember this. Yeah. No, yeah, they don't remember. Well, you see, it. my mother had polio when she was a very young girl during uh, the war. Uh, her temperature spiked up over the weekend, and she was nearly going to be hospitalised, <gasps> but luckily she recovered. But she now has post-polio syndrome in her feet, <gasps> which is a neuropathy that happens in your feet and you can't feel your feet. And, and you know, we don't know what the long-term effects of COVID will be. No, we don't. So we talk about all these, yeah, and, you know, these viruses affect our bodies in such a profound way that that are often, you know, we can only imagine what, what it's going to be like. Some people recover well and some people suffer and it reduces their their um their health and their long-term viability of having a healthy and happy yeah, life. Yeah, 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 totally. And, and and as we know, this this notion of the percentage of blood clots that you can get with AstraZeneca, which is well, like... hop in your car. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, like take point, a greater oh, risk. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> or it's like 0. 0.006 or something. I should actually get yeah, that yeah. stat right. <laughs> um, and then the percentage of... But, um, England, England, yeah. No, sorry, let me let me speak. Um then the percentage yeah, of yeah, people sorry. that actually get a blood clot from, <laughs> yeah, slag. from the vaccination, from from the vaccination, of course, is way way higher. And David, my assistant, is now going to be actually finding that. But anyway, back back to our discussion. Yeah, what were you saying about England? Yeah. Oh, that was the same. They've been well, in lockdown. England mm. has primarily 
they primarily use the AstraZeneca to mm. vaccinate, um, I think it's 65% of their country now and they've opened up. Yeah, of course they have. They're going on holidays to Italy. I know. Someone, a friend of mine, I've got three friends um, se- separately all over England. Have you got One friends? One of them posted a picture of them. I have friends, <laughs> but they, they've moved away from me. <laughs> and he's and he took a picture of them sitting in the movie theatre and I went, oh, oh my well, we were doing that six weeks ago. And yep. now we're so far away from that again. I know. You know? It's just and so it's depressing. Not the government being, but it's not the government being mean. No. And that's what I don't understand. Why has health become politicised? And why oh, has a well, virus yeah. become a political argument? Yeah, well, we will be discussing this at length. Was that Trump? A little bit. <laughs> I mean, you know that Odile, you know our friend Odile that's in Mauritius yeah. at the moment. Yeah, oh, yes, yes. Now, where is she? Oh, she's yeah. she's in Mauritius. She, had yeah. to, she Of course, it took her six months to get permission to go and then she went over there to take care of her elderly and ailing mother. And um, over yes. there they've got the option of the Russian or the Chinese vaccine. They don't care. They just want to be protected. Right. No one is sitting around going, you know, give me the data. They're just like stick it in my arm because I need to get back to my life. Because the work that they, yeah. you know, like one of them is a taxi, you know, they're taxi drivers, they're working in restaurants, they don't have the money yeah. Yeah. and the resources yeah. to be sitting around evaluating. They just need to get back to their lives, yeah. But what would you say about people who actually do have genuine health concerns? Like I've got a friend who actually has a condition where he has to go in and have dialysis every six to eight weeks oh, and he produces too much iron. Mm. And it's a condition that... Hematomacrosis, is that what it is? Yes. Yeah, go you. You're Thank amazing. You. I am amazing. Um, and, he, and he and his doctor are unsure which, which vaccine yeah. he should get yeah. in terms of his... So there are some people who have genuine questions 100%. and concerns regarding the vaccine. I think that's 100% yeah. right. And I think that there's a continuum and then there's the, the people that are genuinely concerned that have genuine health issues and that are genuinely vaccine hesitant because I do think the messaging has been very has been conf- clumsy has been clumsy and confusing so it's understandable oh. that people are like I don't know what to do like for instance yeah. um, David and I have had our first AstraZeneca at the beginning of June yeah and now they're saying well some half of the medicos or when you sort of listen to the abc which i do pretty much constantly all day are saying yeah. you can now go in or scott morrison was saying you can now go and have the second shot earlier i know and then and i you was know just why? uh yeah because if you're in a high risk situation it, it is affords you more it affords you at least some protection but mm. if you mm. wait for the full 12 weeks then you have a higher rate of protection higher so it depends on yeah. the level of risk and i think the yeah. problem is is that humans are just completely rubbish at assessing risk do you mean all human beings are rubbish at assessing i mean assessing yeah. risk or yeah. how do you mean i do i think that well you know that we're our brains don't you think we have a survival yeah. I, I do but i think our brains you know, are just riddled with cognitive flaws, and we know this to be a to be a fact. So, the the cognitive bias that's referred to is availability bias, which means our brain our brains are drawn to what most easily comes to mind. So, if you think about transport disasters, for instance, your brain is more anxious about getting on a plane to London than getting in your mm. car for your daily commute. But getting in the car is way more dangerous. So. You know, if you ask people this is a dangerous mm-hmm. time to be alive, most people would say definitely yes, but even with COVID and climate change and fires and floods, this is still by a country mile the safest time to be alive. It's just that ordinary dangers... In what way? 
Well, because mm. in, in terms of um, general um, survivability in a Western country, and even in um, yeah. second and third world countries, there's still vast improvements. In terms mm. of your survivability, now is the best, absolute best mm. time to be alive. Um, and there's a very, very good okay. um, book on that called David... What's that book called? Mm-hmm. The Hans Rosling book. It's the Hans Rosling book. Mm-hmm. It's called Factfulness. That's what it is, yeah. Factfulness. Anyway, the thing is that ordinary dangers just aren't as interesting to our brains. And that's the, that's the bottom line. Ordinary things, everyday things aren't as interesting. It's, it's, it's extraordinary things that are like a put a post-it note in our brains and we're more, they're more likely to come most easily to mind. But don't you also think that some people are better assessing risk than others? Hundred percent. Or, or do you think every? Yeah. No, of course not. Yeah, if, if because you've I mean, got, if you've got a, 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 a good amount of critical thinking on board, then your capacity to be well, that's a, what, analytical. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's definitely. right. Yeah, because I am, I am tethered to critical thinking. Yeah. Like I'm just, I'm, I'm in it up to my chin, and when people start talking about. And, and I don't want to ridicule people who talk about vibrations and crystals and affirmations and, but it's like, it's like, you know, putting your faith and your, your livelihood in the air. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm, I'm going to do all this stuff. I'm going to spend a lot of money because let's not kid ourselves that these things are expensive. Yeah. Because the wellness industry is a multi-billion dollar industry. Correct. So, so and, it's not all. <laughs> that's exactly right. And in our mm. next, in our next episode. Mm. We are going to be. Oh, yes. We are going to be taking on the wellness industry. Can I tell you something really interesting? Mm-hmm. Um, at the beginning of lockdown last time, because mm-hmm. you know this is Groundhog Day, um, I was standing in line for a coffee, socially distancing, and yeah. we all had our masks on. And yeah. a man said, "Profit up," and he was an older white man. Yeah. He said, "Well, all we've got to do is establish herd immunity, and then everything will be okay." Yeah. Um, my sister is a health nurse, a, a you know mother and child health nurse, and sure. you know she's in charge of immunisations for babies. And uh, I I know enough to to offer up. Well, I said I, I think the herd immunity comes from everyone being vaccinated. Correct. Anyway, yeah. no no no, you've got to get it. What? And I said so the so the herd immunity is everyone is everyone getting really ill uh, or or potentially dying and overwhelming the, the hospital and overwhelming the yeah. hospital system and overwhelming the healthcare system. I said that's that's actually not herd immunity. That's like you know you know Russian roulette. <laughs> oh, yeah, hundred um, percent. And uh, he uh, he looked at me like I was mad, and I thought, okay, that's that's the beginning of the chasm that happens between people's ideas of what this is and how this should play out. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's there's that's the danger. And even though we're not going to be talking about it this episode, because we're going to. Keep our powder dry. <laughs> We're going to talk about how There's well. There's so much you want to talk about. Yeah, about yeah. how wellness then definitely feeds into this anti-vax thinking. You know, I um talking about being in a cafe. I was um yeah s- this morning. I was waiting for my coffee. You know, masked up when a man walked in, stood too close to me without a mask, and the barista oh, said, "God, do you have a mask, mate?" And he pulled one out of his pocket. He said, "Oh yeah, I do." So the barista said. Well, put it on. And he said, oh, do you have to wear masks? I wanted to say, have you been in a coma? Yes, we have to wear masks. Like, what? what so is that? So how do you think that messaging has gone awry? Because, I, I mean, I think it's... I don't know. It's I'm in the northern beaches. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm in the inner west and I went to a cafe place and everyone was wearing masks except for one dude. Yeah. He was just walking around with his staff and I thought, 
Well, that's just crazy. It's like you're advertising your opinion. It's also illegal. (laughs) Well, it is illegal. But is it illegal? See, a lot of people have said it's it's a... Yeah, a, um, yes, yes. Is it illegal or he can be fined? Yeah, he can be fined. There's, so, there are there are standing okay. health orders. He can actually be fined. And, um, okay, well, that's good to know. And yeah. I'm going to say that to him next time. Yeah, so, gonna he, say, you can give yeah. me your money. <laughs> yeah, no, what you should do is make a citizen's arrest. Just walk in and, uh, yeah, don't you reckon? <laughs> Arm behind hey, his back. <laughs> Get out here. Yeah. Fully vexed. Fully, yeah. fully um, what is it masked up? Um, yeah. Hey, listen. Let's let's discuss some of the humorous reasons for why people don't want to get vaccinated. Like, what do they think will happen to them? Oh, if they yes. have a vaccination. Yes. Well, okay. Um, so there's the the number one is the um, Bill Gates. Will oh, con- Bill Gates. Yeah. yeah, will control yeah. you and track you down once he's inserted the chip in your arm. Yeah, and, he, um, he wants to do that badly. You can oh, see that. Oh, he's face. got not, yeah, because he's really poor and also needs more money and needs more followers. Yeah, um, yeah, and he he's got nothing to do, so he wants to spend it, yeah. you know, controlling you. Yeah, and there's something yeah. called viral shedding. I don't know what, what is that? that is, but apparently, if you're vaccinated, um, and this yeah. is what we'll talk about next week, which is the the barrel cafe. He wouldn't let people in for ten to fourteen days in case they're viral shed. <laughs> anyway. Um, and the other one, this this was on Facebook. Um, this was a classic. Yeah. Is that you'll spontaneously bleed from the legs, and um, they oh, don't right. just say, so Are you that, kidding me? No, I'm serious. And they don't just say you will spontaneously bleed from the legs. They've got like a whole narrative. It's like my friend's mother went to the hospital <laughs> and had the vaccine, and oh, as sorry. she was getting back in the car, she began to bleed from the legs, and she went through like six towels on the way home. And I'm like. Right. What they More had than six, just a period. No, it's like they had six towels in the car to stem the bleeding. Who has six towels in the car? I'm sorry. Yeah, but, but they made that up, right? From, was she bleeding from every pore in her leg? No, just I don't know. This it's sounds just, like a massive period. I'm sorry. I know, right? <laughs> like, what is that? So it's like, yeah, I don't know. Well, I I read one saying my faith will protect me. Okay, so the big Pentecostal yeah. push. Of, yeah, or, or the other fabulous one, my immune system will learn how to, um, yeah. you know, detect the virus and will it will protect me. Oh, yeah. Because well, the immune system yeah, did that's so right. well. Yeah, vaccine yeah, yeah. hesitancy oh, what is, that, David? is a major issue. Oh. That was, that was an accident, sorry. Okay, that was an accident. That's all right. So um, <laughs> Clementine Ford, who is a magnificent pro-vax advocate, um, did a wonderful yeah. post today um, about um, the anti-vax um, maniacs, um, which, as we know, yeah. vaccine hesitancy is one thing, but actual rusted-on anti-vaxxers are very, very dangerous. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, one is um, – have you heard of her, Christine Northrup? Do you know about her? No, no. So no, she's an um, obstetrician, gynaecologist, and the anti-vax communities love her. And she's so far down the QAnon hole that she believes the dark ones, in inverted commas, infected us thousands of years ago and now are now present as AI, right, that gets into oh our blood. God. Now, listen, it gets worse. And the only way you can get rid of them is by bathing in scalding hot water filled with hamster pellets. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like something out of Lord of the Rings. It's like something uh, that some crazy bad... Ron L. Hubbard, like some yeah, crazy yeah, yeah, bad a, yeah, yeah, yeah. fiction writer. It's very that sci-fi. That never would get published because it was so shit. Yeah, but it has, so right? Are you, uh, and so, but what I don't understand yeah. is if you have half a brain, Yeah. like if you have the lowest of low IQ, yeah. or if you're a child, 
you could read that to people and they would go, but why? And what is that? And what does that mean? But then you get people, the dark ones, I mean, making up ideas of things that become an ideology and yeah. then they become part of people's identity. Well, and saying, I think it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think identity is big and I think people oh, yeah. feel powerless and they know yes. that being part of a conspiracy um, sort of it's cohort, it's, it's around Don't control. It's what? Yeah. Yeah, it's like a tribe. You belong to a, you're a, tribe, a select and you're tribe. You're a little bit special and I think that that, yeah, oh, yeah. that specialness, um, you know, you're, they're special but we're just sheep that follow stupid ordinary health orders and I think it just makes I, them I'm feel... I'm a sheeple. Yeah, we're, we're just, we're just yeah, sheeple. It, so, um, they're unique and yeah. they see the truth of the situation yeah. and we need to educate ourselves yeah. and learn more. Do you know my, my, my mm. absolute pet hate statement mm. of all time? You've got a few. I have. I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah, uh, is do your own research. It's oh, the, yeah, do yeah. your own research. Yeah, so the problem is that they just lost the capacity to evaluate information. I mean, scientists do years and years of study to That's arrive right. at... That's actually all they do. It's <laughs> Like, both of my children have got science degrees mm-hmm. and and I have watched them slaving over textbooks yeah. with high... It's so complicated yeah. and so involved and difficult. No. Um, but yeah. punters, you know, they listen to some guy on YouTube who has yeah. some wacky theory based on something yeah. he's dreamt up in his mother's basement. It's just infuriating. Yeah, and then they cobble together an ideology yeah. and then they talk about it and sharing an opinion is not knowledge yeah. and it's not, a, um, you know, it's not an educated, sum, you know, summary of no, years of not. research. No. Uh, it is, uh, yeah. Uh, well, I was just going to say, unless you're a white middle-class male um, who's, um, you know, read a few articles in The Australian and can say that herd immunity is the... <laughs> That's right. So herd right. immunity. Yeah. We've all got to get it before we can uh, get rid of it. So yeah. I think um, we... So what... Because we're going to... Because next week we're going to be talking about um, more wacky things. But what's wellness? our... Wellness? What, what, what wellness. We we're doing wellness next week. We're going to do wellness. We're going to do wellness. Oh, good. I can't wait for yeah. that. So we we'll do that next week. But for now, I think we just want to wrap up our message, which is, for heaven's sakes, everybody, we understand that there is some vaccine hesitancy and we understand that's because some of the messaging has been very confused. But please, mm. please, mm. please, if we want to get out of this lockdown... And we want to get back to some normality. The only way we're going to do that is to get vaccinated. And as Georgie <clears> said, it's actually very, very safe. And also, we're already vaccinated. Yeah. Whether you acknowledge it or not, I think it's different as an adult to make it an informed decision about, yeah, I'll put that in my body, yeah. as opposed to when you're young. And it's yeah. like, well, gee, I've never seen polio or, or German measles or yeah. cholera or diphtheria or, or tetanus because I was vaccinated. And it's like just part of our immune, um, you know, privilege. Exactly. And so let's make this the next one on the list so that we can actually not be terrified of this pandemic and not run to its timeline. Let's get back to our own Good. timeline of how we live our lives. Anyway, I've got to get back to my to doing Washing. my woolens now. Oh, the... your woolens. I love the fact that you're doing your woolens. Yeah, hand washing my woolens. So anyway, thanks for ringing. I'll speak to you. <laughs> oh no, it's a pleasure. I always love ringing you. I'll speak to you in a couple you... of speak to you in a couple of hours when you're bored again. I know you'll ring me in a minute because you can't stay away. From I me. can't. Okay. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.